and welcome to You Talk episode 5. Uh, this episode we're joined by Chris Truman. Chris is an LA-based painter and digital artist who has exhibited his work in broad, uh, broadly internationally and domestically, so across the USA and also internationally. He's also launched NFTs on leading platforms such as Nifty Gateway, Marketplace and Foundations and continues to explore the relationship between the physical and digital throughout his paintings. Hybrid and purely digital work, Chris holds a double major BFA in paintings and digital media from the San Francisco Art Institute and MFA from Claremont Graduate University. Chris, would you like to say hello to everyone listening at home? Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining in. No worries at all. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Chris. True, true pleasure to have you on, on the podcast. I'm glad to be here. Uh, my first question is that, um, Chris, in the next coming days, you're about to launch an exclusive collection on UHive's Marketplace. Could you let our listeners know what inspired the collection and talk a little bit around the pieces that you have designed? Uh, yeah, so um, I've been working on a series of, of um, their somewhat hybrid works where I, I start off digitally um, and then I convert them to a silk screen and I screen them onto a substrate. And then I take them into my painting studio and I paint on them and then I scan them back into the computer and then I stack them and, and manipulate them further. So um, what it does is it carries with it a little bit of the traces of being a physical object, you know, some of the details, some of the organic qualities that you don't normally get in uh, digital media. Um, and so these are uh, versions of, of those uh, particular pieces that are probably about four to five layers deep. Um, and about six to seven steps in, in the process of, of making these. Yeah. Uh, so, will you ever sell the physical painting? Let's say it goes to huge success on New Hive. They sell out on the secondary market. They're selling for thousands and thousands of pounds. The physical painting itself. What do you do with the physical painting? Uh, well, so for for these, they've they've actually uh, deviated far enough from the digital or from the physical object that uh, the digital object is no longer fully connected. Um, but what I have done is is um, I've made what I consider hybrid pieces, uh, which was is to go one step further and to create a an aluminum dye sublimation print of the of the NFT um, image, um, and then I actually paint back into that a little bit, you know, so it, it doesn't it doesn't um, it won't cover up most of the uh, existing content. Uh, but what that does is that ends up being sort of a hybrid of of uh, digital print process and a physical painting. Um, so that would be the, the next sort of iteration of, of this process. Nice. And you've dropped on Nifty Gateway and other established uh, NFT marketplaces that I mentioned earlier. How come you're dropping your next uh, collection on UHive? Uh, well, you know, I'm really interested in exploring the new communities. Um, and I, what I found with NFTs is that um, it's it's really a community project, uh, you know, and they, they form through Twitter and through Discord. And uh, and, and what happens is, is that uh, the collector base on Nifty Gateway and on Maker's Place uh, and OpenSea and Hickenook and all the different platforms are not exactly, they're not the same, the same group. There is some crossover, you know, I'm sold to collectors on um, Nifty Gateway that have also bought from Maker's Place. Um, but, um, but I'm looking for uh, other communities that I can, uh, that I can break into and uh, meet people uh, and kind of help to build out my, my brand and my, and my, you know, artwork and um, my vision. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, Chris, you know, that's, sorry, Rob, I just wanted to, to sort of touch on that because um, I mean, we, we firmly believe obviously as a, as a, 
as a social metaverse slash crypto uh, project, um, that the next really big wave of, of crypto adaptation is going to is going to be because of NFTs. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, so for artists like yourself, I mean, basically, that's just what you said. It's, this is a massive opportunity that, you know, it's, it's just too big to ignore. And um, because it is very much community driven, you are you are talking to a lots of different communities, depending on which platform, which marketplace you are, um, you know, highlighting your, your, your NFTs and your work. Um, I mean, we, we as, as a platform, you know, we've got about 250,000 active users and we are a social network, you know, first and foremost. Um, I think a brilliant thing about NFTs and, and, and what we're, why we're really excited to sort of introduce NFTs to, to our um, audience and our user base is that it's not that, especially in, your, in the case of your artwork, it's not usually the kind of, 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 of thing that they're, the asset, let's, let's say, if it were, that they're going to get access to. Um, you know, they're just, they, they don't go to um, galleries, they don't have access. A lot of them are spread out all over the world, our users. We have users from 150 different countries. Um, and, and NFTs really is a way for them to access and own artwork um, from artists and creators like yourself that they, they never really would have had the opportunity um, to otherwise. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I, I get this question a lot, but, um, but you know, this is a question that uh, is, is going to be answered soon. Is what can you do with an NFT? Um, and yeah. so I, you know, in this conversation uh, the other day, what I what I, I said is, I sell I sell paintings, I sell physical paintings, and it, when you think about a physical work, it is it's one size. Uh, you know, you it's you know it is what it is. It's one media or you know, multimedia, but it's it's set in in its physical traits. So if you need a bigger painting, uh, you know, it's not like you can just enlarge it or anything. You're, you know, you need to find a whole different painting. Um, and I said with NFTs, you know, the outputs are so variable. You could, you could put it on a big screen, you could project it, you could print it, you could, um, you can, you know, display it on a, a phone or a tablet or something like that. So your, your, your profile picture, for instance, which we've seen a lot, a lot of basically. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, most of the time, you know, we're, we're, we're getting these things to share, you know, we're, we're using them for, our, you know, to kind of create some uh, social currency. And, um, and, you know, when I think about it, you know, how many people are seeing my digital assets versus my physical assets? I mean, it's, yeah. it's like completely different. Who's got the crying kid? <laughs> I'm having flashbacks that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine are at school, so. Oh, cool. um, I was touching base earlier. I have a two-year-old daughter, and sometimes it's her crying, but I'm in the office today. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Lily, you I, I, I mean, pe pe people are used to it, I think, aren't they, these days, especially after the, re the big shift to re remote working. So hopefully it's not that big of a deal. I had one of my, my children... Um, uh, crawl behind me in class and, and uh, <laughs> invisible, and they and they weren't. <laughs> the whole class just watched my my child. <laughs> of course, this is oh yeah, because yeah, you you, you teach, you, you teach don't you? Absolutely, yes. yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about your teaching? Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I, I don't, I teach one class at the moment. I cut down on on my teaching to focus on my studio work, uh, but uh, yeah. I teach a beginning drawing class um at the moment and um and it's it's really fun to be able to con uh, connect up with students who may or might may not have had any drawing experience um and you know i'm having to take what you know what i consider fairly high level art concepts and simplify them for students who are just beginning to get into art and so that they can understand what i'm talking about and, you know start to make some some headway on, on you know 
building building out these drawings. That's brilliant. Can I ask you a question, uh, Chris? I think I think Rob has some some great, fantastic questions that sort of that this will lead into. Um, but do do you talk uh, to your classes um, about NFTs by any chance? Uh, yeah, so I've I've started to talk to them about NFTs, and and part of it is that um, you know when I when I was coming up in art school and in grad school, you know NFTs weren't around yet, and so there really was the, the mechanism by which you could you know gain support is you get a show and then you hope to sell out of the show. And uh, now I'm seeing you know if I was if I was coming up in college these days, uh, you know I would be starting to build out my digital audience and I would be you know, you could start putting out NFTs out there and, and help to support yourself, um, you know, in the creative economy through selling NFTs. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, I'm sure our listeners would love to know more about being an artist itself. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think the best thing about being an artist is, Chris? Uh, there are a lot of good things about being an artist, but I, I love the freedom. Uh, there's, there's nothing better. Like it, you know, a day of work for me, um, I wake up, you know, I check my, you know, emails and socials and, and various things. And then I head to the studio and, in, you know, in the studio, I can make whatever I want to make. So, you know, I, I have typically I have shows coming up and I have different uh, opportunities that I'm, you know, that I'm planning for. Um, you know, so I, it's not like I can just go in and mess around, but um, but there's a, a lot of freedom in, in what you do. Uh, you meet a lot. I think, of I think that. Yeah. So, sorry. Go on, Chris. I was just going to say that you meet a lot of really interesting people and get a lot of do a lot of fun yeah. events. It's, it's just a it's a fun career to be a part of. So yeah, I, th I think that's a bit a big part of 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 the creative economy, and it's sort of you know again what a big part of what UHI stands of stands for. Um, sorry, which is you know basically empowering creators to to, to make their own rules. Um, you know, uh, do their own schedules, uh, run their own campaigns. And, and we've basically, you know, given them a platform to be able to do that um, via UHive as a social network, and also yeah. the the, the UHive marketplace as well. And, and I think that that's a big, big, big draw. It's not only the ability to to earn from from your craft, um, but mm -hmm. it's also also the freedom to to write your own rules and, and to to you know not be kind of boxed in uh, by mm -hmm. anything or anybody, uh, to be honest. And, and yeah, I think that, you know you perfectly summed it up with that. Well, and now it's your your collector base can be um, it can be international. It can be you know there, if you have a show, it sometimes it's really difficult to get people to come to to a show, uh, you know that are yeah. out of town or you know that are not local. Um, you know because it's just difficult. You know people are busy and you know COVID and all the different things happening. Um, so now. You know, I've got I've got collector base that are you know international, and, um, and it's certainly a lot easier to send an NFT than a painting. But um, but it, it expands your the possibilities for your community, um, and, and I, I found that that's really how it works: is that uh, people are engaging with each other socially, uh, you know, and they're building out these communities, and they're and they're supporting each other. Um, you know, that I love watching artists, you know, support and buy other artists. It's, you know, I do that myself. Like in our conversations, I'll be honest, uh, with other crypto uh, crypto artists that were bringing on board to UHive, we've name dropped you a little bit, Chris, like every now and again, <laughs> with, especially with Julio. Julio is a massive fan of yours. He's a uh, boss. I'm not going to try to pronounce his surname because I'm going to make a <laughs> massive, massive uh, mistake of it. But Julio is um, a Boston paint, uh, painter, NFT artist, and we mentioned your name, and he was like, I go to Chris for advice on anything to do with NFTs. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, and it's it's funny, you know, like you you start to see these, and and I, and I know so many people by their handle name. Uh, yeah. You know, a guy that I that I'm friends with, and um, you know, and, and that I, I really like his work. Uh, his handle name is uh, Make It Rad. And, um, and so I just call him make it rad. You know, I, I don't even, I don't even know his real name. <laughs> it's the that's the, that's the metaverse, isn't it? That, that's, what it we're, really, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's the way the world, it's where the world's going. We're going to be known by our handle yeah. names and yeah. not our, your, your avatars, your, your, your handles, yeah. uh, your, your well, profile pics. When I decided to, to use my real name, uh, you know, in the, in the metaverse and in, and in social media, uh, you know, it was it was deliberate, you know, so that I could be found and so that I could be connected to my paintings. Um, you know, the danger of that is that I can't say anything, you know, yeah. too provocative because <laughs> it, it, it gets traced right back to me. You can't come out as an anti-vaxxer yeah. now, Chris, can you? No, no, no. <laughs> you pigeonholed no, yourself. You pigeonholed it. You pigeonholed I know, it. I know. Now I've got to watch what I say, but um, <laughs> no, I'm not, you know, I don't say too many controversial things anyways. But, uh, I, I'm known for my old controversial statement on this podcast alone i once called out <laughs> floyd mayweather and asked him floyd if, mayweather. He wanted, if he wanted to have a boxing match for me <laughs> <laughs> you're safe for the time being rob but when we I'm really safe. blow up you yeah. know yeah you know like when people drag up tweets from like several years ago that these sort of you know public figures made it could yeah. happen to you rob it's floyd <laughs> mayweather's gonna kill me one day <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Although, although in in several years you'll still be a spring chicken and and, and floyd mayweather will be uh, knocking on a bit so you might yeah. stand a chance. <laughs> not sure about that. Probably not. Um, <laughs> Probably something, not. <laughs> something that we touched on previously, but I wanted to bring up as a whole. Like, obviously, you are an established physical artist. You have shows all across America. I think you've done shows internationally as well. Yes. Um, yeah. The, yeah. What made you fascinated by this new world of crypto art in general? Why did you join? Well, even with my even with my physical art, um, you know, there was a show that I did. Um, it was between my Australian gallery, uh, TW Fine Art in Brisbane, Australia, um, and then an LA-based uh, gallery called Visual Artist Group. And what I did was I took six pieces, and I and I digitally reproduced them as close to the original as as possible. Um, so there were there were six replicas and six paintings, um, and the and the replicas looked remarkably close to the originals. Like, you know, you really had to like bob your head and try and look for the sheen to be able to tell the difference. Um, and I sent, I sent six of the, uh, well, three originals and three uh, replicas to Australia. Uh, and then I kept um, three of each in, in Los Angeles. And then I opened both the shows up at the same time. And so what I was thinking about, I was thinking about this idea that, uh, that so much of our life is, is through social media and, and our you know, Instagram and uh, Facebook and, and various things. And, um, and so people are going to see these, these images from these two different locations on Earth at the same exact time, you know, which is an impossibility. So the, this thinking about the idea that we're, you know, while we're living in real life, we're also managing our avatars and our virtual life. Uh, at the same time, and so how those things sometimes diverge, and sometimes those things come together, um, and so that was that was that was before NFTs. I think that was, in, you know, I guess maybe there were early NFTs at that point, but I wasn't in. Um, and um, and so I've been thinking a lot about the the way that um, physical objects operate, uh, in, you know, in a world that's so virtual um, for a long time. And, um, and then when NFTs came around, you know, I just found it to be another extension of this, uh, this thinking in a way that I could even further push those ideas. 
Lovely. Um, my next question is around LA. Uh, LA is like the hotspot of NFTs, as I'm sure you're aware. How is that? How is living? And are you from LA or originally? I'm from Northern California originally, um, and I, you know, I came down to Claremont for grad school, and um, and I, you know, I, before I moved down here, I just had no idea how big the the art scene was here. And in, in, it just dwarfs, uh, you know, I mean, in, in New York, you know, it's, it's, you know, obviously bigger, but, um, but it's definitely the second market in America. And, um, you know, every weekend there's another 20, 30, 50 shows that open up. It's just enormous. Um, so being a part of that is really incredible. So how has it uh, impacted on your creativity and especially in the NFT space being in LA? I just, everything is so accessible, you know, so like right now, you know, there's a, um, you know, there are galleries popping up that are showing NFTs, uh, there are, you know, we're, I've got a bunch of um, stuff in the books that, you know, where I'm, I'm looking to put NFTs into the real world um, and, you know, to either have them in shows or project them. Um, I, I recently had a NFT uh, in a show at Winston Walker Gallery in Seattle uh, and, um and you know that was cool because that was the first time that I actually had my paintings in the same show as an NFT, uh, and so you know that was a, a little bit of milestone for me. But um, but yeah, I just it's a lot of excitement and a lot of every every time I turn around, I'm talking to somebody about NFTs in LA. Exactly. It seems there's a yeah, there's, there's quite a strong convergence in in, in LA um, of, yeah. of sort of that that NFT world, the the physical digital world, and and this whole sort of metaverse. Um, they're sort of coming into, uh, uh, you know, sort of coming into everybody's day-to-day -day lives. Um, yeah. The more and more we progress, the more technology progresses. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it seems that, that LA is very much a hotbed for that. Um, oh, maybe, for sure. you know, some, yeah, somewhat of a comparison to Silicon Valley um, in, in the late 90s, early 2000s, dot-com boom, everybody was talking yep. about Silicon Valley. I presume it's, it's very much the same for LA and, and NFT artists right now. Yeah. And, but again, a great thing about it is that it, it, that scene can still be accessible to anybody around the world uh, via virtual shows. You know what you've just said, where you sort of, you know, you had those NFTs in two two different, you know, opposite corners of the of the globe, um, sort of being projected at the same time and, and being broadcast. And uh, and that's just that's yeah. brilliant. And that we can we can all be a part of the LA scene, you know, yeah. if, if you will. Without actually going to the hot climate and. Uh... Well, I'm yeah, the, the yeah, you can, you can be really coastal if you come in the summer, but um, you know, it's, it's are, are you are you doing any virtual shows, Chris? Is is that something that's sort of on, on the cards for you, where the whole um, exhibition is is one hundred percent virtual? You know, I did uh, right right as COVID started. Um, you know, I, I turned to some of my galleries and uh, you know, just kind of inquiring what they what they were thinking and and what they were mm. going to do. And, um, and so we did do a couple of virtual shows. Um, you know, it's, it, I mean, I think virtual shows with NFTs would work a little bit better because, um, you know, you can, everything is, is digital already. Um, yeah. Whereas, you know, with the, with the, the virtual show, people are like, oh, I want to come see it. And, uh, mm -hmm. and we're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> tough. You are, you are seeing it. <laughs> Um, so, you know, but it was something to do, you know, something to stay active and, um, you know, we all kind of, we didn't know what we were doing and all of the galleries were closed. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, everybody was trying to could, figure it out. Could you see yourself being involved in a virtual NFT show where, you know, basically, uh, you know, people are, are sort of 
plugging in with their, their headsets, their Oculus or whatever, and their avatars was kind of strolling around this virtual space. Um, we, we did touch on something similar in the last podcast with, with, with Theo, where we were talking about Second Life and how yeah. brands had, had built stores within Second Life where you could actually yeah. go in with your, with your VR headset and, and shop in a Walmart or whatever it may be. Is, is that something that you, you see happening a little bit further down the road? Absolutely. In fact, I got a tour uh, by another artist of, of a space that they built out, um, and this was in crypto voxels. And uh, oh, brilliant! You know, yeah. Aside from my my clumsy uh, navigation skills, um, it was you know I mean it was remarkable. Um, you know, and then what was so incredible too is that you're looking at the piece and you can you can zoom in and you can you can do all yep. these things. But then also, if you click on it, you can get all of the information right then and there. Yes. And that's one of the things I, I love about NFTs, too, is that there, mm -hmm. there's a, a good degree of transparency. That, yeah. um, you know, if you go to an art show and you, and you want to know about the price or whatever, then you ask for the list. And, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. that's easier said than done. And then you may or may not even have the opportunity to buy that piece. You know, so yeah. there's a whole kind of layer that keeps you from being able to engage that. But with NFTs, you know, you know, you click on it and it tells you, you know, you can get all the information right there. Um, if it's available for purchase, you can buy it right there. And I think that that's, that's really cool. That's going to accelerate things and it's going to make it much easier for a lot more people to participate in, in that uh, economy. What yeah, biggest, absolutely. I mean, we're, yeah. sorry, go on, Robbie, yeah, go on. So one of the, like, the, what I've learned is one of the biggest uh, purchase of NFTs is Asian Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they would probably never think to buy one of your physical works. Yeah, to be honest, like they, oh, they, oh, they simply wouldn't have the opportunity. Would well, maybe they? that as well. Yeah, of course. Oh, definitely. Well, and there are other factors too. Of you know, like shipping and you know, yeah. like, and then insurance. Yeah. Have, have you ever shipped anything and it's got damaged? Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just did. <laughs> well, um, Fortunately, don't jinx uh, him, Rob. Don't Chris, jinx him. Chris, I have to yeah. ask one stupid question every podcast, and that was today's stupid question. Thank you very yeah. much, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had shipped up some work to Seattle this summer, and uh, and fortunately, it was just the frame that was damaged. But uh, but I, I mean, it looked like a dog chewed on it or something. Was, <laughs> I don't I don't know how it happened. Where's I, I saw one of your. Yes, I saw one of your your, your Instagrams, and um, I believe I mean obviously I believe it, it was your um, it was one of your pieces, and it was on the back of a trailer bed. You know, it it was massive. It, this thing was huge. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. Some of these how, are, like, the logistics involved. Well, when they get when they get super big, uh, you know, especially for like commissions and stuff like that, what you can do is you can buy uh, stretcher bars that will that they 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 unhook and they fold. You know, and what you do oh, is you okay. them around a tube so that they're not, you know, you're not creasing your painting. Uh, mm. But, you know, so that way you can fit like a six foot by 12 foot painting in an elevator. Um, and then, you, you know, you put it back together. You know, it's a, it's a little bit nerve wracking because you, you've got some sharp edges on these, these, you know, usually it's like aluminum stretchers. And so you're just hoping as you're doing this process, it's really awkward because it's still big. You're just hoping that you don't have a stretcher bar, you know, shoved through your. Do you watch the removal men do this job, or do you just look away? I would look away. <laughs> you know, in varies. I've done it myself, and that's that's even worse because like. Oh, that that must be nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. I, I had sometimes you have like your you can't even you can't even shout at someone if it goes wrong. Yeah, he's like, oh no! I hope I pull this off. <laughs> Yeah, I think I definitely think the the simplicity of of, of NFTs and, and and digital art, um, 
you, you know, is, is, is a brilliant thing. And I think it's probably, probably people don't talk about it enough. They talk about the money that can be made. They, 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 they talk about the secondary market, you know, they talk about speculation and, and, and whatever, but it, you know, it, it's just fantastic to, to be a creator and to not, and really focus 100% on your art. I mean, yeah. that's, that really is what the way I, one of the major draws for NFTs, the way I see it is that, you know, it's 100% focus on your art. You know, it's as simple as, as uploading your media to a marketplace, yeah. filling out your bio, setting your price, and then just watching everything just be, be automated thereafter. It's um, a wonderfully streamlined process. Yeah. Well, one thing too with uh, NFTs that um, I think is beautiful is, um, you know, there's, there's the residual, there's royalty, uh, you know, which doesn't absolutely have. Yeah. Uh, yep. you know, in with real painting sales. Yes. And the other thing is, is that the payment's immediate. So, um, so it's all, it's all by smart contracts. So, you know, in the art mm -hmm. world, it's like, you know, people can be waiting on checks and this and that for, who knows? I had a couple of friends where they, they had sold work and then the gallery closed and they just, you know, they're out, you know, they just yeah. didn't get their money. So, um, so the, 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 the speed, and the convenience and, and, and yeah the, uh, and the ownership as well so so yeah. the creator is, is being being paid immediately and the ownership is, is immediate as well yeah. um which again just just makes it so much more accessible for so many creators who perhaps this is their side gig you know yeah. they they work a nine to five but they have a passion for whatever it may be graffiti digital art graphic design um mm. and you know if, if it were physical art and, and and arranging you know exhibits and arranging shipping and yeah. You know, if that's going to take away a lot of opportunity for them. Um, but whereas yeah. when you're talking NFTs and digital, I mean, for, for us, and in the case of UHive, it, it's basically as simple as signing up to a social network. You sign yeah. up to UHive, uh, you then have the, well, no, it's not, it's not launched quite yet. This is launching in October, the, um, the user NFT functionality. Yeah. Uh, you, you basically upload your media through your social account, uh, mm -hmm. you mint it through the app with, with a couple of taps, you set your, uh, you your name, your description, you set your price and, and boom, it's, it's, it's on there, it's on the marketplace and somebody can purchase it immediately and you will can re also receive your payment immediately as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, love, I love all of that, you know, the, the speed mm -hmm. and ease and, and the uh, you know, ability to, uh, you know, bring in everybody in. Um, I think that's incredible. I'm sure it's a question you get bored of answering, but I couldn't have a legend like you, Chris, on without asking you, which artists are you influenced by? Oh, that is a tough question. You know, my, my tastes are really broad and, and, um, and you know, one thing that I've, that I've really enjoyed uh, about collecting NFTs um, is that, um, is you know generally speaking, I find them you know they're they're more affordable than the physical work, and then storage is not an issue. <laughs> That's another thing. <laughs> but um, but so uh, you know I found so many uh, interesting artists um, you know on on Hicket Nook and on in the different marketplaces and uh, you know so I love collecting a variety. You know physical painters. Um, you know Sterling Ruby. I, I really like his work. Uh, you know, I think that that's pretty incredible. Lately, I've kind of been going back and looking at the like uh, James Terrell and Light and Space artists, uh, you know, and thinking about that in reference to uh, an NFT is digital light, right? So, so it's it's projected light, which is different than like a painting is reflected light. So there there are different properties that can come out in a, in electronic form that you can't um, that you can't have happen in a in a physical form, uh, just by virtue of the way that the light works. So. 
so thinking about you know light and space artists uh, you know as sort of early sort of predecessors you know they wouldn't have known it but of this kind of digital light and and uh, exploring that um so that's kind of been a, a recent fascination yeah that's brilliant I've never, I've never thought of it from that from that perspective before yeah you know is a completely new dimension to 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 a lot of art that that we wouldn't have have previously been um, you know been able to to discover. Talking about yeah. light, how nice is the light hitting my face? <laughs> yeah, I feel like the second coming's about to happen. <laughs> Pretty bright. <laughs> like, You're glowing, Rob. Indeed. Uh, so, what would be your advice for talented artists? Uh, to yeah, that's a brilliant the question. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's people listening that are talented artists. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's, a, there's, there's probably literally thousands of, of, of um, you know, listeners and viewers that are going to tune into this, and they're going to be like, okay, this all sounds brilliant, um, but, but how do I get into it? How do I start? It, you know, it, to me, it, it's, it's very similar to the physical art world in that. Um, you know, if you want a career in painting or, you know, in making physical art, like you have, you spend half the time in your studio making the work and, you know, the other half of the time out in the art world um, yeah. and making those contacts, you know, showing up and supporting your friends. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's the same thing, you know, like digitally, mm -hmm. like you got to show up, you know, like, yeah. so get into your communities, get into your discord channels and you, you support artists, they'll support you and, and build out your community. Because um, you know, I know a lot of really great artists that they're they're like, okay, I made my first NFT, like now what? And it just sits there, <laughs> and and you're like, well, you when, gotta, when's the when's the money gonna come rolling in? The money's just not gonna find you, you know, Absolutely, automatically, yeah. you know, if you're yeah. not participating within a, a within a system and with a network, you know. And so, yeah. so that's why you know, like UHive, you know, with its social functionality, like that's gonna yes. enable that in a much more easy way. Um, you know, so that you're not, you know, you're not actually trekking all over town going to shows, but, um, but that's, your community is huge, you know, and I know that yeah. it seems cliche, but it really, really is. Yeah. So that's a brilliant piece of advice. And obviously that's one of the, um, one of the things that we, we wanted to be very sure to introduce to, to our user base on UHype was the opportunity to, to build up your profile on a social network, build your followers, build your social scale, which is kind of like UHype's sort of, you know, credit score for, for a social media account, you know, build up your content, um, build up your engagement. Then when you do mint your your, your content, your media, um, or even we're actually, when we launch, we launch the marketplace next month, we're actually launching a function where um, users will be able to, to mint a post with all of its comments, awards, um, engagement, and, and, and somebody will be able to purchase that as, as a whole. But also, obviously, we're launching with the uh, with the opportunity to upload any type of media, whether it's a you know a, a GIF or GIF, uh, yeah. an MP4 or, or, or a JPEG, um, and then convert that to a, to an NFT. But the the the, the value is, is going to come from their their social clout, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, their social currency. I think is a term you used earlier on, yep. and, and that that's intrinsically linked to the marketplace through their UHive account and even beyond as well. You know, we're not saying, I mean, the marketplace is going to be, you know, if you want to access the marketplace, you simply sign up to UHive. But yeah. you can have some kind of um, public or social cloud outside of, of uh, UHive, but still leverage that on UHive as well. So you'll include your links to your, you know, your, your gallery page, you'll include your links to, to any clippings that you have, any press mentions you have in the media. And, and yeah, I think you've really sort of hit the nail on the head in that, that 
you do have to put in the work as well as the actual NFT part yeah. and, the, and the work itself, um, which I think is brilliant advice. And if, if people don't really take sort, sort of take heed of that advice, their, their experience with NFTs is not going to be, I think it's not going to meet their expectations, but, but work on your social presence, work on your community. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, if you're a gamer, if you're into manga or anime, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, you, you can have a real, real career in the NFT marketplace. Oh, definitely. Well, on a lot of these Discord channels, uh, you know, that I'm that I'm participating in, and some of these PFP projects and different things, mm -hmm. um, it, I'm, you know, there's a, there's always a side conversation of like, oh, what are you looking at? What are you collecting? What are you? And that's that's the kind of stuff where, you know, like I've had tons of, of names mentioned um, where I'm like, oh, that, you know, I'm going to check that out. That looks cool. And then I go yeah. over there and pick up their NFT. And, um, you know, so there's a lot of visibility being built out through these, you know, these networks. And, and Absolutely. Yeah. I think a, a great example of that was the, the, the young lad in the UK, I think 12 year old, who, who through, um, through, through help from his dad or whatever, he sort of, he created his, these collections, his NFT collections. His first collection, I uh, can't remember what he called it, but he basically, you know, thought I didn't sell anything. He was very disappointed. I think he came in. With that sort of mindset of you know once i i put in the work to to actually create the nfc you know then it, it you know everything is going to happen sort of you know magically um yeah uh, you know without without any interference from 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 me the creator but uh, then he uh, he created his his second collection which was the was it crazy whales i think it was called mm -hmm. um and it's interesting you mentioned discord because he actually i believe he reached out to one of the the, the, the co-founders of discord and somehow managed to engage in him in a conversation he actually promoted um the crazy whale nft yeah and so he put the work in and he built this community and, and he, he managed to speak to somebody who was who was quite an influential public figure and and that was it sky's the limit and then he yeah. uh, it just he, he his nft collection exploded from there and I, th I think he made close to quarter of a million sorry half a million uh, wow. dollars in, in about one month and um from by selling his, his collection and then in the secondary market, the collection went even went on to make millions. Wow. So um, you know, yeah, Discord hugely important. Any social platform, that's where UHive wants to be. That's where we're going to yeah. position ourselves in the future. Um, we do have the Oasis as well, which is a fantastic 3D virtual metaverse. And yeah. um, you know, that's when exciting. when that yeah, when, we, when that launches, um, you know, a little bit later in the year. Uh, you know, we, we, you are going to be able to virtually explore social media content and spaces. That those spaces yeah. and content will include NFTs. Uh, so build up your community. Um, you know, join join a, a Discord, join Telegram, a Telegram group, um, mm -hmm. join NFT uh, Reddit's, and, and and just start you know promoting yourself, promoting your work, and and yeah, you can you can you can start making money. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I also, I, I think in the, it's already happening, but in the near future, NFTs will, will function as sort of, you know, tickets and tokens and, you know, for Absolutely, yeah. access to things. So, so it's like you're, you know, you, you sort of buy into a community and then that gives you access to certain, um, you know, whether it's shows or events or 100%. memberships or something else. I think a lot yeah, of that is... The world of NFTs is endless, really. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's obviously something as well that we have on our roadmap. So paywalls and, and gated content is going to become a part of, of, of UHive, um, uh, either Q4 of this year or, or early uh, Q1 2022. And, yeah. and one of the things that we've already worked into that sort of strategy is that, that um, so creators that gave their content, you know, that will be able to create NFTs that will give the owner of the NFT exclusive access 
um, yeah. to that that content behind that 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 sort of you know paywall. Um, so yeah, I mean exactly the same same. It's going to act as basically yeah. your ticket uh, to 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 various spaces on on Newhive and, and a, a content creators um, content, I guess. Whether it's whether it's a songwriter, uh, uh, you know, a poet, an author, serialized novel. You can yeah. buy perhaps a, an NFT cover of that novel, and it's going to grant you access to the first six chapters for free, or something, you know, something along yeah. those lines. So yeah. it really is like like Rob said. It, it, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's it's infinite, and and it's something that's going to just keep. We you know we 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 have to get on board at this point, uh, Chris. I think I think you know you, you know you and many artists have sort of realised that as well. But now is the time to to get on board and sort of ride this out because yeah. we're going exciting places, really, really exciting places. Ride oh, the wave. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I've never been surfing uh, in my life. It's so small right now, but I, I mean, you know, five years from now, people are oh, yeah. talking about, oh, back in the day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My final Without question. Without a doubt. My final question was going to be, what excites you about Uhype and the future of NFTs? I know we've touched about <laughs> the future of NFTs just then. So what excites you about Uhype in general? I, well, I, I like the, I like the social element. I'm really excited about the Oasis. Uh, and, um, you know, I just think that I, I think this is all going to grow and expand so quickly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I love the idea of, of sort of a tokenized access to, uh, you know, further content um, because I think I think everything works hand in hand. And so, so that's, you know, right now what's happening is that, you know, we're going outside of these various platforms to be able to, you know, sort of promote on Twitter or to do this. So, so it's, it's really, you're using three to four different apps to be able to yeah. function. Uh, and so to bring them all under one roof, I think is pretty amazing. Thank you for your time today, Chris. Um, Absolutely. I've got a little inside information on the price that Chris is going to launch his NFTs at. And uh, Chris has been very kind to our users. And are they going to be the cheapest first launches at the moment? Yeah, yeah they, there's nothing There's nothing on the market that's that's this cheap. <laughs> so yeah. this is really a chance to get in, um, you know, and, it, yeah. and it's exciting to get into uh, UHive early as well. So this is sort exactly. of like, you know, the, the users. Yeah, and, we, you won't be able to own a Chris Truman NFT for this cheap ever again. And no. it's really nice for Chris. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, especially after this podcast, Rob. You know, Chris, you're, you're going to just blow up after. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can check on the secondary market and compare if you like. <laughs> so if you're listening. We, 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 again, it's brilliant. You know, sorry, I, I know we're in limited time. But but again, another fantastic use case for sort of NFTs. And and, and you, you, you know, touched on it earlier as well. Just the fact that everything is sort of is traceable and transparent yeah. and, you know, Previous ownerships, you know, previous pre previous prices, and so on and so forth. It's it's just a brilliant way to to, to be able to acquire art um, and, and and sort of really get into that 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 world and that and that yeah, space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, without all the pitfalls of, of what you would usually get in the physical world. Um, yeah. You know, whether it's uh, re you know reproductions or you know fakes, as it were, or you know, yeah. the actual, you know, storing of an item and, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, absolute brilliant chatting to you, Chris. Um, you know, best of luck with, with your launch. Um, I'm sure I'm definitely going to acquire a few a few pieces. Um, that's, that's for sure. And um, and we will definitely, we'll, we'll be in touch uh, very soon. We might have you back on a later day on a podcast and, and, and see sort of, you know, after your launch, how everything went. Well, um, I mean, this is a first drop of many. Chris. Yeah, I love, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. 
thank you listeners for listening uh hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast uh make sure you check our channels out on uh, across all social media and check out uhive if you haven't already download the app um and give us a five yeah, star review across, or leave a comment below on youtube thank Absolutely. you everybody. check out chris's nft drop Cool. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, guys. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for coming. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs>